The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. Thanks for tuning in this week. I am the lovely Joel, and this across Wait, from me what? is <laughs> uh, you, you the had most me confused for awesomeness, a Sharon. Uh, no, I'm the lovely Sharon, and you're the awesomeness, but Joel. Maybe today you're the awesomeness. Oh. Well, if you want to be lovely and all that, you're awesome. You know, because women are lovely. Not your your awesomeness oh, instead okay. of your highness, your awesomeness. Oh, okay. Well, I can go with that. See, <laughs> I can. If you let me finish explaining, then you know okay, you well, get the full story. <laughs> all right. There so, welcome go. everybody to the podcast. Um, and uh, again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, remember, you can always. Check out the website at www.jmtalk.net and uh, subscribe to the podcast while you're there. Uh, we're, uh, you know, we're on every major network, but there is one or two that I need to look into. Why? Stitcher. I never heard of Stitcher, but it seems to be popular. I need to check uh, that out. Wow. Because I'm not sure if we're on we're it. We're not on it? I don't know yet. I will check. Oh, my God. Why don't you know? You're supposed to know these things. On social media, stop by and see us at TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk or Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. I'm so excited we're on TikTok. <laughs> you want to know why? Why? Because I'm addicted. I am. I have not been addicted to any form of social media as I am to TikTok. Since the big 2011 Hershey bar addiction. Right, well, yeah, but <laughs> we're not talking food, we're talking social media. Anyway, folks, that's how you can get a hold of us and hang out with us online. Um, I I wanted to, we talked about, uh, on, a, on a show once before, about County Road. Right. And about how the disgusting people dump their trash there. Well, yeah. you know, they're still dumping trash there. And I, th- I was thinking about this today. Uh, coming home down County Road. And I think that somewhat recently we talked about the bags, or at least maybe I did on one last thing, the bags and a box of trash. And I talked about how, think of the energy it took to walk out of your house, put all this trash in your car, walking past your own trash barrels that will yep. get picked up by your locality right. to go out there and just dump that. I mean, all the energy spent to be such a negative person. And there's cameras there. There are? Yeah. I didn't know that. There's a sign. Oh, I, I, I can't pay yeah. attention to stuff like that when I'm driving because I'm busy driving. Well, yeah, but I, I drive better than you, so I don't have to concentrate okay. so hard. All right. So, so that allows me time to look around at my environment. So I noticed that the bags in the box of trash that I talked about before is to the point now where it's it's biodegrading. It's degrading mm-hmm. itself into the earth, into the underbrush, and... Mm-hmm. 
things like that. What can biodegrade is doing that. That's how long it's been there. And I know COVID has a lot to do with that. You know, services can't get everything done because COVID, I guess, you know. What? Yeah, I guess road service is not an essential service. We talked about this when we were down the beach last weekend. But trash pickup is an essential service. Okay, but apparently picking up trash off the side of the road because ignoramus has left it there is not an essential service. Well, no, that's not, but... But what like, I would, but the reason I'm bringing this up again, right? Oh because, my God! Okay, what? right? Because you know, I'm sure it's in the back of your mind. Why is he talking about this again? I wanted to let people in this area of Delaware know that there is a free for all going on. There is a couch that has become available yesterday. Oh my gosh! Yeah, on the right hand side yep, of the road. Yep, and I saw that. If you're in the market for tires, on the left yep, hand side the left-hand in the woods, side. there are about a dozen tires. Yeah. So. You know, yeah. it, maybe go shopping. Right, maybe you need something. You know, yeah, it, it's uh, great prices. Great <laughs> prices at the County Road Mall. Free or best for <laughs> me, right? <laughs> the County Road Bazaar. <laughs> it upsets me. It really pisses it does. me off. It, it, and maybe today a little more because I'm watching video at work all day, CCTV of people dumping trash instead of opening up a compactor door, they just throw the trash by the door and uh. walk away. And I have to. You log all this so they can charge them, and so I've been looking at trash. I've been looking at trash all day, so I'm a bit trashed out. And then driving home, I thought of these things when I saw that the trash there on County Road was starting to biodegrade. Yeah. So I guess I mean that's. Yeah, that would piss me off too if I had to look at trash all day. Things aren't bad enough. You know, mm-hmm. that you have to be a pig as right? well. Exactly. So, anyway. Um, since you mentioned TikTok. Yes. I wanted to tell you about. I wanted. I have, I have in my hand. I have a story about a TikToker. Okay. Sentenced to two years in jail for breaking family values. What? Yes, now, before you... I'll just let you know yeah, right away. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is a, uh, an Egyptian woman who I don't... And I will find out. I, I believe I read... If I read correctly, she doesn't, she's not even in Egypt. So TikTok star Mawanda Al-Adham, who racked up over 3 million followers on the app and a further 1.6 million on Instagram, has been sentenced to two years in prison for breaking Egyptian family values. Her content, in comparison to millions of others on social media, would not appear especially shocking to a United Kingdom viewer. Think lip-syncing whilst wearing ripped skinny jeans. But in her native Egypt, the prosecutor deemed it to be indecent, and she was also issued a fine of $20,000, equivalent to 15,300 pounds. Wow. Or euros. Yeah. Is that what that, is that pounds or euros? In the parentheses, right there. That is, um, pounds. According to a BBC report, Mwanda's sister Rama said, We were left in utter shock. She did nothing wrong. My sister is not a criminal. She only wanted to be famous and popular. Um, so Mwanda, like many influencers on the, uh, with a high number of followers, was also working with well-known fashion brands. We've seen that before, too. On yeah. YouTube, TikTok, yep, yep. you have all these followers, and all of a sudden you got contracts with... You know, toy companies and uh, clothing companies, and all of a sudden you're making $26 million a year. Exactly. 
So if Hello. you're on TikTok so much, how come you don't have three million fans and you don't have a contract making boohoo millions a year? Because boo-coo millions a year. I am on TikTok in the sense that I watch people. I am not on TikTok in the sense that you can see me doing stupid stuff. I am. So why don't I have three million fans? I, well, <laughs> a bunch of I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Ay, ay, ay. So. The BBC writes as she fainted while her verdict was delivered. Um, the family says that she's totally devastated. The charges are very vaguely worded, according to her lawyer. Uh, and he says prison cannot be a solution, even if some of her videos go against the social norms and traditions in Egypt. Hmm. Prison creates criminals. And I agree. You can't, t- you can't put someone in jail. Well, you know, who are we to, you know, but... I don't. Isn't it a new world? Right? Isn't yeah. it a new world? It I, is. I'm not saying give up those family values, but I was really. I, what surprised me is that she's not the only one. There's been other people that have been jailed for their social media presence. That's ridiculous. That Come is on, ridiculous. Get with the times. Yeah. Countries. I'm talking to you. <laughs> Get with the times. But I thought you would find that interesting since you're, you know, such a TikTok watcher. Yeah. Uh, this isn't 10 million years ago when you had to <laughs> watch what you were doing every second of the day. Um, okay, so the executive director of the Egyptian Commission for Rights and Freedoms, uh, Mohammed Lofty, says women are only allowed to express themselves on social media according to the state's dictations. Um, the girls are, are accused of breaching Egyptian family values, but no one has ever defined these values. Well, that sounds, and see, yeah, in, in America, yeah. that would get thrown out of court right yeah, away. That's clear as mud. Yeah. <laughs> the authorities have made it clear. You are not free to say or do whatever you like, even if you are not talking politics at all. There are lines which are not to be crossed. Egypt has a law in place allowing authorities to monitor personal social media accounts with over 5,000 followers. All five women being charged are appealing against their convictions um, with a hearing slated for next month. So yeah. five, four other women imprisoned for their social media um, panderings. So if you live in Egypt, do not go on social media. I guess. I'm telling you, don't do it. That's a good rule of or thumb. Or you will go to jail. That's a really good rule of thumb. I mean, it's the only way to avoid jail. Yeah, I suppose. Or do something really stupid so you get no followers. And that way you won't get in trouble. I have nine followers. (laughs) You being one of them. So I have eight followers. (laughs) Aw. We need to get more followers, people. Right? Come on. I did put up a new video this week. I know, I saw it. Um, I have other original content that I would like to exercise and find time to do. And, uh, you know, right now, I mean, a lot of my content is dad jokes. Yeah. And a really crappy uh, impression of Fire Marshal Bill. But it's not like, I mean, there 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 are TikTok people out there who are 
doing multiple videos a day. I know. It's it, it's becoming uh, in some or respects some that should be doing multiple uh, videos a day. It's becoming like a uh, like a vlog, a video uh, yeah. vlog for a lot of people. Yeah, you know, uh, and they're on there multiple times a day, just talking about whatever. Exactly. You know. Yep. yep. I love so, me some TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so what is it that? All right, so when you join TikTok, right, <clears throat> I, and and I must have done this, although I didn't think so, because either TikTok's really good at reading your mind, or I must have filled out something and said, did. here's my interest, because I you get did. a lot of home improvement. I love watching yep. that stuff. It's like porn to yep. me. Um, it asks you, Call when you Duty, sign up for it, it asks you what your interests are. It must are. have. I it must does. have done that. I'm, okay, but I'm telling you, it does. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. TikTok uh, I'm expert. just telling you, because I did it. So what is your go-to videos what is it that you look forward to watching when you turn on your tiktok uh homosexual men imitating stuff i'm sorry excuse me can yep. you would you like to drink a water and say that no, again oh uh, no i don't need a drink of water what did you say homosexual men that do funny stuff that imitate certain people what my my jaw's on the floor here <laughs> <laughs> what? what did you expect me to say i don't know I like cute comedy. dogs I explain. Ex- I like all right. Cute expl- dogs. No, no, no. Ex- cute dogs is my no, number no, one. Go back to the first one. Ex- no. Explain yourself. Okay, so there's explain this, that. There's this one guy on there, um, and look, your sexual orientation is not what it's about. That's not what I'm saying. Actually, it was what I'm saying, but that's I take that back. <clears throat> but there's this one TikToker on there that imitates certain people and is just hilarious he's, oh you, he's okay. hilarious Dresses as a woman right yeah okay yeah yeah all right you showed me that person yes yes okay. i did so right. yeah i don't remember being enamored by it but well no i think he's funny as hell okay i do and and i like him and i like moon pie Yes, you get Moon inf- Pie. He, uh, she's my. I don't think I girl. followed Moon Pie, but I followed Eddie on Wheels, which is the dog with uh, the back legs that don't work and no teeth. The Yorkie. Oh. Yeah, I showed you one of your like I every know, time. But he aww. just wants to sleep. I get I, like I want to cry from I, it, and, yeah, and a lot of people have complained. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people yeah. complain because they're like, why would you let? Why would you force a a dog to live, not being able to? And I so I you know what I mean so, so wait, yeah there are, there are people that think it's cruel that he's being kept alive not being able to use his back legs not having any teeth yeah you're gonna have those people I can't believe I just said that <laughs> I'm just I can't I I can't take it I can't take it so anyway he's real funny but no, whatever but anyway right but and Moon Pie is the Dashin yeah yeah Dash yeah so. It's Moon Pie and, oh, goodness, her sister. Who is Moon Pie's sister? Um, oh, wait. Let me see. Remember, if you get too close to the equipment here, okay, but then, I won't. Then, then, then we start phasing out. Now, while you're looking that up, me, I get a lot of Call of Duty videos. Yeah, and, well, and, and you're into and, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and, so, and some of them, you know, uh, give tips and tricks, you know. But some of them are just funny. It's like, you know, people doing clips of, like, some of the the best things to see. And a lot of clips of, like, uh, what they call things that will make you 
break your controller, things that will make you da- uh, uh, um, un- uninstall the game, things that would make right. you, you know, yeah, leave yeah. Xbox exactly. kind of thing, you know, because right. you get killed in the like weirdest way, like getting run down by an ATV and killed by an ATV running you <laughs> over in a war game, you know what I mean? That right. kind of stuff. So, you got this yet? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm just trying to figure out her name. All right. Well, you know, the worst thing of, about radio is uh, silence. Oh, my goodness. Radio silence. But you were talking, so I didn't. That's why I didn't. Well, now I'm done talking. To... Snap, snap, pop, okay, pop. Okay, wow. You All got right. it? Ew. Oh, my Lord. It's, oh, my gosh. Who is my? Is that her name? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, okay. Wait. All right, I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. Yes, you did. And, and forget about it. Forget about it. No, I can't now. Here. Okay. It's Moon Pie and. And Moon Pie and. Moon Pie and. Oh, oh, Moon Pie and. <laughs> oh. I drop it. Let's drop it. No, because now I'm like, what the hey. All right. Three, two, two one. one. Say okay. it. Okay. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> nope. That's, I'm over it. All right. Well, there was a big announcement on Facebook this week. Okay. All right. Molly is running for president in yes. 2020. Oh, my yes. gosh. I heard that. Yes. Molly 2020. Molly 2020. Let's see yes. if we can't get her elected. Uh, sure. She will be a write-in candidate. Yes. And, um, and you know, it... Uh, in a CNN interview, okay, she had a. It was like it was like CNN eight, you know. Yeah, the Ocho. But the Ocho. <laughs> in a CNN interview, when asked how would she, as president, handle the coronavirus, she did say, "Like everything else, I'll either piss on it, eat it, and shit it out, and that'll be that." And that'll be that. I mean, right? you know, handling I mean, business—that's what you need, right? You right? need someone you need at the helm, someone that's going to do gonna, it, who's going to handle their business, who's yep. going to do their business. <laughs> That'll be a kid. I was trying to come up with a campaign slogan for it. I think I just did. Molly 2020, doing my business. Right. <laughs> there you go, folks. This That's is, funny. This is not heard before content that you right? just heard. That yes, last line, yes. you're the first ones to hear it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So coming up later on on the show, we got all kinds of stuff coming up on the show. And uh, in the next segment, when we come back from break, we're going to change things up a little bit here on the program. Oh, my. So stay tuned for should that. Be scared? You should be scared. You should be really scared. I think I am. Okay. Uh, so we got all kinds of things. We got one last thing. Wombat of the Week. Honor Thy Heroes. More antics or whatever you call this stuff that we do. Um, um, more okay, of that. Yeah. Antics. <laughs> Let's antics. go with that. Yeah. More of that. Coming up. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to get a drink, and we'll be back on the other side of this with more. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem. 
and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Joel Mahalik Show, <clears throat> featuring the lovely Sharon. Now, I we just took a break. I just had a drink, and my throat needed to be cleared. I'm sorry about that. I'll take another drink. I'll clear my throat while you take a drink. All right, our throats are clear. <laughs> All right. Um, so, the next thing that we need in our lives okay, is a flat grill. A flat grill. Yeah, the next time we need a grill, which, by the way, that grill goes out. Yeah. The next time we get a grill, it's got to be a flat grill. Okay. I'm just putting that out there. Okay. I mean, I a, a flat grill, you can go out there. You can make your burgers. You can make your chicken. You can make breakfast because yeah. it's a griddle face. Right. All right. I got you. I, hey, I'm sold. All righty. Um, so, listen, did you did you hear this? And probably not. And this goes back a little bit. It's a bit of an older story, but, you know, that's the thing around here. We keep things around yep. for when we need to pull them out and talk about them. Yep. But a Muslim godman named Aslam, who claimed of curing coronavirus patients by kissing their hands, died of COVID-19. Aww. Yes. <clears throat> um, as soon as the news of his death spread, the authorities in, uh, in Ratlam sprung into action uh, the district authorities started scrambling to identify the people who had visited Aslam for treatment. Um, after identifying and sending their samples for testing, the authorities have found that at least 19 of his patients had tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, my God. These weird stories about people that defy, whether it be the social distancing uh, yep. regs or... Or something like this, like, oh, I'll cure you. Let me kiss your hand. Let me touch your body. Let me touch right. your boobs. Yeah. Whatever it is. And then the next thing you know, they're dying of the disease. Right. You know? And it's like that It's like that one treasurer of that one church with that, that, I forget the pastor's name. He was very vocal on YouTube about, I'm not following the orders. I'm having my churches. I'm thousands of people there. I don't care. And the treasurer, like, went to two of the masses, went and had, like, you know, fast food lunch right. and isn't yeah. that, but yeah. does not understand how he wound up in a hospital with COVID nineteen. Oh my god! You know that kind of stupidity. He's a Mo Ron. <laughs> That's his first name is Mo. His last name is Ron. A, mo <laughs> <laughs> a moron. A moron. I I know what you meant. No, you didn't, because uh, you were like, oh, oh, oh. no, I <laughs> yeah, know what I you meant. It. I get it. I know what you meant. I After you, you figured meant. it out. I knew what you meant. After you figured it out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So apparently a picture surfaced on Reddit this week. And somebody took last year. It was nighttime. It was at the Delaware Beach. This is where it's interesting. And it was a um, it was a shark, a big shark, like on the beach, rotting away. So I don't know what time of year it was that. First of all, a shark that beach, that, that big, is just hanging out. On the beach. On the beach, rotting away. Doesn't he know he shouldn't be on the beach? Right, yeah. But there's really no water burn. there. He'll get moon burn. He'll get moon burn, He'll right. Get, and moon pie. Right. 
well, if she's there, but hopefully <laughs> she's not. So <gasps> it was oh, a really interesting I did figure. get shark bite, but bitten by a shark in the oceans. Really? She really did. Yeah? You want me to show you? No. This is probably you. a stupid sh uh, baby shark song. No, it really isn't. <sighs> Do you have to show me now, like when we're on okay, the air? But <laughs> okay. I'll wait. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... It <sighs> I told you. You do. <laughs> you do know. You do know. I. I oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop till it's done. You do know that that dog's not really talking, right? What? <laughs> what? I don't, do I have to have that conversation about, like, the pro wrestling conversation with you again? Only about Moon Pie. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, listen. All right, so, she all is right, talking. Look, right. her lips are moving. We're going back to TikTok. Okay. <laughs> you Sorry, know, guys. <laughs> you know what? The, the funniest things I've seen, I've seen now two or three videos of people doing the finger shooting their dog yeah supposed to play dead and the dogs are attacking them or, or <laughs> the one I saw this morning the dog was in the middle of the floor and the guy's laying on the couch and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out his fingers cocks it back and goes and the dog just ran across and leapt up at him attacking him <laughs> <laughs> like wow They're ours if if a bang went off around here now she's not attacking nobody she, <laughs> She's attacking the floor under the bed. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go back to the story with the shark on the beach. No, it was just a picture. Not really. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, not a whole lot of a story associated. A lot of a story. Not a whole lot of story associated with it. Um, but, you know, there's, and you see a, a lot on different subreddits. A lot of just really interesting pictures that will blow your mind. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But the fact that. It was half rotted away, and it's like, what time of year was it hanging out on the beach? It was, and it was lit by moonlight. It was a really, for its, for the quality of the picture, it was a beautiful picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, it and couldn't you, have been too beautiful if it was a dead shark on you, the beach. You would appreciate it because you're into that photography yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like taking pictures. I, I have a decent camera. I got you a really good camera because you like taking pictures. Yes. It's an art to you. Yes. And, um... So I will have to find it and send it to you. So yeah, yeah, I'd so like you, to see so you it. Can see it. I'd like to see it. So, okay, let's change gears a little bit. Okay, a okay. little bit. A little bit. Uh, we're gonna do the wombat of the week in this segment. Oh, then I'm out of here. Wow. Am I out of here? No. I didn't say goodbye, Sharon. You want to punch in the nose? What? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you're a first time listener, what is the Wombat of the Week? The Wombat of the Week is our crowning of stupid people doing stupid things and wind up in the news. Wow. And okay. you, you can participate in this by sending us such stories. If you have a link to a news story, 
of a let, let me let me say it this way because uh, people are starting to really take their news from Facebook seriously. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> people are starting to take their um, uh, Facebook news. We're on the air. We're on the air. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Call me later. Okay. Bye. <laughs> live radio. Well, it's not live. It's Memorex. But a lot of people are taking their news from Facebook seriously, so... Um, it has to be a legitimate site, legitimate news yeah, source. Yeah. Stupid people doing stupid things. Send us that link. Send it yep. to joelmaholicradio oh, yeah, at gmail.com. Um, or send it to us across social media, Facebook at JM yep. Talks. Send us a, a message. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's how you participate in this segment. And we're changing it up because once in a while, I'd like you to be here for the Wombat of the Week. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's all you got to say. <laughs> so... Uh, this was picked because I cannot even believe with other things that I think you and I and uh, 99.999999% of America would feel is more important than this subject matter. I can't believe that this is even a thing. Okay. But the U.S. government has proposed changing the definition of a showerhead to allow increased water flow following complaints from President Donald Trump about his hair routine. Oh, my God. This is not a joke. This is on BBC. This is not a joke. Under a 1992 law, this is where it's even scarier. Like, there is a law about showerheads. Wow. Under a 1992 law, showerheads in the United States are not allowed to produce more than 2.5 gallons of water per minute. The Trump administration wants to limit wants this limit to apply to each nozzle rather than the overall fixture. There's, oh, my God. There's no other pressing issues going on, Sharon, right now. Well, okay, so pay attention. Yeah, this is yeah. it. This is the most pressing issue. Well, because it messes <laughs> up his hair. Consumer and conservation groups argue that it is wasteful and unnecessary. The changes were proposed by the Department of Energy on Wednesday following complaints by Mr. Trump at the White House last month. Where he said, so shower heads, you take a shower, the water doesn't come out, you want to wash your hands, the water doesn't come out, so what do you do? You just stand there longer, or you take a, a shower longer. Because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. 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 Andrew, wow. Andrew Delasky, Executive Director of the Energy Con- Con- Conservation Group Appliance Standards Awareness Project, said that the proposal was silly. I agree, it's silly. Absolutely. It's sorry. It's sorry. With four or five more nozzles, you could you could have ten to fifteen gallons per minute powering out of the shower head, literally probably washing you out of the bathroom, he told the Associated Press. Wow. If the president needs help finding a good shower, we can point him to some great consumer websites that help you identify a good shower head that provides a dense soak and a good shower, he added. Uh, David Friedman, vice president of the advocacy at the organization Consumer Reports, said showerheads in the U.S. already achieve high levels of customer satisfaction while saving people money. The proposal could face court battles if it advances. Court battles. Come on. Court battles. Really? Like... Now, here's the problem. There's nothing else going on in the United States. Exactly. 
Mr. It, President. If if the White House is going to buy new shower heads, though, they got to pay what? They have to pay like $1,000 a shower head, right? Yeah. There's like a minimum cost that they have to pay. I mean, the same shower head that we would buy for $32. Yeah, is right. a, is $1,000 for the White House. Right, yeah. Six, $600 hammers. All right. Oh, my God. $73 per nail. Yeah, these are the prices, you know? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, this is... Um, I Nothing was just, better going on, huh? I was just flabbergasted. And this will be the picture for Wombat of the Week on the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> that will be the picture. Wow. Um, look, you know, I, I think he's done some good things. And I think he's done idiotic things. This is one of the idiotic things that he's having his, his administration push for uh, well, different regulations on shower heads. We, everybody in the United States said, you know, maybe we should put a non-politician in the White House. <clears throat> Someone who's business savvy, who understands how a company, i.e. the United States, should be run. Right. I guess we didn't realize exactly how Donald Trump was. Well, yes and no. I mean, there are going to be people, going to be people that that say exactly what you did, and there, and there's going to be people that say, "Well, this is this is what you voted for. This is what you got. You got someone does not follow the uh, protocols." Right. You know, he tweets something. I mean, presidents didn't tweet until Barack Obama, and even when Barack Obama and his tweets made sense. I still did disagreed that he tweeted. Someone should tweet on behalf of the White House or the president. Shouldn't write your own tweets like you shouldn't write your own speeches. Right. As I understand it, he can't keep speechwriters around. And that's why he sounds like a bumbling idiot when he talks. Because he's not following any kind of speeches or teleprompters. He can't keep speechwriters. Right. So, okay, this is what you get. Because this is what you voted for, yes. But he could do some things that make him look a little more presidential, especially if we wind up getting him for four more years. Right. You know? He, yeah. Like, somebody's just got to get him to understand. Someone's got to write your speeches, dude. Give me the phone. Get off of Twitter. <laughs> Let someone else tweet for you. Right. You know, because he, yeah. you know, he uses it to attack his people. And, but, and... Now it's shower heads. Freaking shower heads. Wow. So is he the wombat of the week, Sharon, or is the administration? Yes. The administration? I believe so. Okay, the administration, the Trump administration this week is the wombat of the week. Yep. This is the second podcast in a row where a uh, government organization is the the wombat. Wow. NASA was last week's wombat. Really? Yeah. So you should have hung around with that, because I they're changing. They're, they're going to change all the names of all the planetary stuff to official names only, and not common names. Because it, 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 somewhere along the line, it will has or has not offended somebody. So they. Well, that's offensive to me. So yeah, I'm offended. Now, now. I'm offended. I'm offended. So now we have to we have to change the common name we gave to your star I bought you. No, no. We had to change it back to the scientific name of OG8351 no. instead of uh, Planet of Fisty Bumps. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we whatever we called it, we're not allowed to call it that anymore. Right. 
Who sells stuff? Who gets? Who has the right? I you know there was a whole article on that. Why they can get away with doing that? I had to find that because it was actually an interesting article. I read wow, it a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, there is a they. I'd be the, interested. There's a loophole they're using to sell stars. I mean, obviously, no one really owns the celestial heavens. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> I don't them. think that I could go to the star that you purchased for me. Right. For said dollar well, not amount. Well, until I get the warp engine built next month. Well, and look, I mean, when I tell you I'm going to do something, okay, please, I don't need an every six month reminder. I, well, I'm stop the Alexa reminders every six months. If I say I will do it, I will do it. No, you won't. <laughs> Hence the every six month reminder. Uh, no, but um, the article I think was actually about uh, a company that was selling plots on the moon, and I think oh. and I think that story. Evolved, uh, ro- from that. evolved and rolled into the star registry where I got your star from. Okay. Many years ago when we were just dating. Yep. Yeah. And I know exactly where that star is. Do you point it out right now? No hesitation. I, I mean, I know where the paper is. <laughs> do you? Because I was wondering that <laughs> a couple do, days yeah. ago. Thinking Absolutely. about that story exactly about NASA last week, I was like, I wonder if she knows where that yep. paper is. Yep. I know exactly where it's at. Wow. It, it's in the photo box in my room on the bottom. Left hand side, very wow. bottom one. You're very particular with I your knowledge am, on that. I am. Okay. Hey, when I know where something is, I know where something is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I'll tell you exactly where it's at. <laughs> Apparently, yes. Yeah. And it's actually the third paper down in that box. A photo box. A photo box. Well, you know, when we get things settled, we need to start scanning them. Yes. And I have the photo albums from you know my parents that we need yeah. to scan all that stuff yeah, too yeah. just to get it preserved for the children and the grandchildren yep so anyway absolutely anyway anyway is I it about guess, that time i guess it is uh pretty much that time where we say say goodbye sharon say goodbye sharon say good night sharon good night sharon say good morning sharon good morning sharon say buenos dias buenos dias sharon. say buenos noches Buenos noches. Say buenos vistas. Buenos vistas. I don't know what that means, but good I don't something. either. <laughs> good vista. Good, good. Um, vista was not good, by the way. No. No. Oh. I had a client call me yesterday and say, "I still have vista. Is that a problem?" <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> For Seriously. real? <laughs> For real? Realsies. Okay. All right. Anyway, coming up in uh, the final stretch, uh, we'll be honoring a new hero. Uh, one last thing, plus a couple, another one or two nuggets and in nuggets. the winds. Yeah, because yeah, you already did the Wombat of the Week. Right, I'm flying solo now because you're leaving. Yep, I'm leaving. Amazing. I'm leaving you. Amazing. All right, folks, I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back. All right. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? 
Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. It is the third stretch of the program, and I know you're not hearing things in your AirPods. We did change things up a little bit and did the uh, Wombat of the Week earlier in the program, so uh, we will still do Honor Thy Heroes in this segment uh, and a couple of other things, and we'll tell you how you can, where you can send in your stories of heroes, everyday people doing extraordinary things. Uh, when we get to that point and time. And so, uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, and you know, I kind of wish Sharon was still here for this, but that's okay. <clears throat> you know, I, when it comes to AI, artificial intelligence, I sometimes I figure, no, I think we should be more cautious. And sometimes, like what I'm about to tell you, I feel like, hey, this is groundbreaking stuff. And um, so I want to talk to you about lifelike robotic pets that bring joy and serenity to seniors, combating stress and loneliness. Yes, lifelike robotic companion animals. According to research, pet therapy has numerous benefits that run the gamut from helping alleviate anxiety and loneliness to lowering blood pressure and cortisol levels to fostering enhanced social interaction, which has always been true of pets. Like they recommend that senior citizens have a cat or, you know, a small pet that they can care for and nurture and it helps them with, you know, cognitive things and loneliness and mental issues. Uh, the simple act of pet and animals releases an automatic relaxation response, according to a report from UCLA Health. Uh, UCLA Health. I forgot to insert the period. Uh, the report says humans interacting with animals have found that petting the animal promoted the release of serotonin, uh, prolactin, and ox- oxytocin. Whew, all hormones that can play a part in elevated moods. Unfortunately, the practicalities of pet ownership, like feeding, grooming, vet visits, the money, cleaning up after the occasional oops, taking them for walks, oftentimes will limit seniors, especially those in assisted living. Uh, they, they're not able to have that fluffy friend as their own. So what happened is, thanks to a novel breed of robotic puppies and kittens, many seniors are getting a new leash on life. The leader of the pack when it comes to robotic companion animals is Joy for All Companion Pets. This line of adoptable animatronic fur babies from manufacturer Ageless Innovation was specifically created by a group of former Hasbro toy designers with seniors specifically in mind. Um, according to uh, CEO Ted Fisher, he tells CNN, we have technology that allows you to respond to touch and sound and light in different ways. That's part of the magic of a companion pet. In addition to providing companionship, robot pets have shown amazing promise for improving the quality of life for Alzheimer's and dementia patients. In a CBS Health Watch interview filmed at the memory care unit at the Hebrew home in Riverdale, New York, spokesperson Mary Farkas explained their cadre of resident robotic pets are often used to soothe agitated dementia sufferers rather than resorting to drugs. She says these, these animals are a wonderful way, uh, an approach to offer comfort and a sense of calm. 
So now you have these tests going on where decreased meds, decreased meds in a common influence are definite checks in the plus column. Okay, and that's not where the benefits stop. Often offering a dose of much-needed role reversal, robotic pets also boost seniors' self-esteem. They provide an opportunity for the resident to be in the role of the nurturer and the caregiver. So, are these the perfect solution for seniors? Or, not necessarily seniors, but what if somebody wants a cat or a dog and doesn't want the hassle of all the things that go with it, including the cleaning up, the walking, the, the feeding, the vet bills, and things like that. But uh, I'll be posting the video this weekend uh, from the CBS Health Watch video that was done because it demonstrates uh, what these animals do. It's amazing because they respond to being pet. Um, and they respond to, like, uh, I think, the, if I'm not mistaken, the kitten will roll over on its back so you can rub its belly. And when you pet the the puppy behind on the back of the neck, he barks. Um, they blink. Um, they purr. They growl. They bark. You know, they. It's really interesting what they do. I will post that video for you to see it, and <clears throat> and also the link, at least to this company that we're that we're talking about in the story, so that you can look into maybe you know someone who could use it. Um, or want it. So there you have that. AI in animatronic pets. I mean, and maybe it's not AI. I mean, artificial intelligence, it's a form of artificial intelligence, but it may not be uh, specifically the definition of AI. Okay. We're going to move on to our segment, Honor Thy Heroes. How do you get involved we search high and low looking for ordinary people doing extraordinary things to help someone else and if you from your local yokel newspapers your weekly newspapers or your town or state newspaper have those kinds of links to those kinds of stories we'd like to have them send them to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com we're on the facebook page to a message at JM Talk. Man, my voice is taking a beating. <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me. I hate clearing my throat on here. Uh, but that's how you do it. Send us those stories because we want to honor these people. Like, in, with everything negative going on today, we need more heroes. And it's not that we probably don't have them, it's that we don't know about them. And we need to know about them. So, uh, this week on Honor Thy Heroes, we want to honor a police officer that pulls a man from a wheelchair stuck on the tracks within seconds of a speeding train. In California last week, a local police officer became a hero when she pulled a man stuck in his wheelchair from the tracks within seconds of a train barreling past. Uh, Her body camera picks up the, the tense moments leading up to the rescue on the morning of August 8th. It happened about 8.45 in the morning. Officer Erica Yuri jumped out of her patrol car when she saw what was about to happen. The railroad crossing arms were coming down. A train was approaching. She ran over and, after the wheelchair wouldn't budge, pulled the anonymous, anonymous man from his chair. They both fell back onto the ground and were safe just moments 
before they would have been hit by the train. The man, who's 66 years old, suffered a leg injury, but it was immediately tended to by Yuri and her colleague, Officer Delgado, who arrived on the scene to provide assistance. Uh, the team at the Lodi Police Department wrote of the Darren event on their Facebook, saying, Officer Yuri risked her own life to save another, and her actions prevented a tragedy today. We are extremely proud of her heroism. <clears throat> and that is, that is a hero, because, listen... I, growing up, I knew a guy, I knew of a guy, he came around, hung around, you know, neighborhood kids here and there, who was hit by a train and survived. And he had a lot of problems. So, um, and I mean, he was clipped. I, if, if, if my memory serves me correct, he was doing something that he probably shouldn't have been doing, like doing something silly, hanging around the edge of the tracks, and I think he was clipped by a train, but he was forever mentally changed, uh, and in some ways physically. And so the fact that this man has an injured leg, but he had gotten away with his life, for whatever reason, that wheelchair got... Uh, I mean, you know, wheelchairs, they have, the, they have the small front wheels that do the turning, right? <clears throat> I imagine that this wheelchair, he was probably trying to get across the tracks before the bars came down. And those two front wheels, or one of them at least, probably spun 180 degrees and then would fall down in that crevice between uh, macadam or concrete or whatever the case might be and the track itself. And then it's hard, if you're already disabled or handicapped, it's hard to get yourself out of that kind of situation. But thank you to this officer. Uh, she was there at the right place at the right time and was able to save his life. So, uh, Officer Erica Urea is our Honor Thy Heroes recipient for this week on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, we thank her, as I'm sure everyone else in her community does, for her service to the community and, of course, the unidentified man that she saved. So please, folks, get your stories of heroism to us uh, because we need them. Uh, far more difficult to find heroes than it is to find wombats for some reason, and I don't know why, and I can't reach what I'm trying to reach for. The pleasure of doing radio. Um, yeah, so we have time now, luckily, for one last thing. And, uh, you know, we talked about sharks earlier and about, you know, some dash on TikTok getting eaten by a shark, which really didn't happen, but okay. Uh, so going back to the sharks here I'm trying to buy time because I have to pull this up but interesting enough this week on nj.com newjersey.com is a story about uh, bull sharks being spotted in a New Jersey river now you might think to yourself wait a minute sharks in a river well, that's unheard of well actually no it's not because the bull shark is one of the f one of the few breeds of shark that can survive in fresh and salt water. That's first of all. Second of all, you might remember, or maybe you didn't, you never heard of this. Uh, in 1916, there were five shark attacks on on the Jersey Shore, 
some of which happened in rivers. But anyway, the Rumson Police Department has brought reports of bull sharks being spotted in the river and brought it to the attention of the New Jersey Division of Fish and Wildlife. They advise that yet no confirmed sightings, but always the possibility that sharks are in the waterways. What I don't understand about this story, and this is a legitimate source for the story, is how can you have, how's the headline go? Bull sharks spotted in the New Jersey River, and when they report it to the New Jersey Division of Wildlife, they say that there's no sightings confirmed. So I don't know how that works. I don't know. Maybe someone saw fins. Maybe it's possible. But bull sharks can get up to 12 feet long. These, these can be big sharks. And they're one of the, though rare, one of the species of sharks most likely to attack humans. So that's why. And as I said, in 1916, the deadly shark attacks that terrorized the Jersey Shore, taking four lives. And the and that was that's the story actually. You may not know this. Here's a bit of trivia for you. That story from 1916 partially inspired the story Jaws, written by Peter Benchley. Um, now the last shark attack to happen in the Garden State was a non-fatal incident in Bayhead, and that was about seven years ago. It was the only only one of two this century. Okay, the century is only 20 years old, so. But yeah, so um, if you're in and around the Rumson area of New Jersey, you may want to be careful about sharks in the rivers. Um, it's interesting because we camp at the Delaware Seashore, and um, there are, especially lately since COVID-19, so many dolphin have returned to the area. Whales, orca whales have returned to the area. And the orcas are following the dolphins. So both of them have increased for their own reasons. There have been less people, so dolphins are coming back in droves. And because the dolphins are coming in in droves, the orcas are coming back to follow them. And there's a lot of mistaken, uh, you know, Shark sightings. Like a lot of people will see the fins initially, and the next thing you know, there's temporary clearing of beaches and whatnot because they they just want you to be safe. Better safe than sorry. You know is the is the the word of the day. So, I'm not sure if a dolphin can get into fresh water and survive. So uh, I guess you know there's one or I think there's one or two. Let me see if this mentions it. Um, the varieties of sharks that can be in fresh water are not many. Um, there are only three species of sharks. Oh, wait, three species attack humans. Um, no, it actually doesn't say. Three species that would attack humans, but it doesn't say. I thought there was a limited amount of species of sharks that could live in fresh water. But if that doesn't mention it, then maybe sharks can. Maybe they can all. Be in fresh water. So does that mean a great white could hang out in fresh water? Does that mean there could be a great white or a bull shark in my bathtub? I don't know. Or in my swimming pool? All I need now is a baby shark song to come up, but we're not going to do that. 
Um, but yeah, so that's uh, a bit of news coming out of New Jersey um, about that. Isn't it wonderful summertime doing this? There have been a lot of like, I, I don't know how many people out there follow, but I follow a Facebook page that track, they track sharks, basically great whites that have been caught, tagged and released. And that way, wherever they go in the world, their patterns and behavior are monitored, right? With this monitor. <laughs> It's like an ankle bracelet. <laughs> but there have been so many sightings of sharks, these great whites, showing up in and around close to um, populated beach areas up and down the East Coast. And what's odd about that is usually you think great whites are more of a warm water fish. And that's why people say it's rare, or they used to say it's rare, that you see them up here, but guess what? It's not that rare anymore. Like every season, when this Facebook page gets really hot because it's summer, it's spring, it's summer, and so you know the activity on the on the monitor and the activity on the page gets more and more. It's like in the wintertime, Mount Washington. In the wintertime, their Facebook page gets busier and busier with more reports because it's winter time, and they want to tell you how freaking freezing cold it is. But, um. This is the time of year. You see more and more reports of that. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I thought they were warm water fish. But they seem to, over the last several years, decade, two decades, uh, they're spending a lot more time in northern waters than I recall. It used to be said that they did not. They prefer the warmer waters. They were down in the uh, other side of the equator. Doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Always seeing shark spottings from these monitors all the time up here. From the Carolinas to New York. But anyway, uh, that about wraps up this week's podcast. I want to thank everybody for stopping by and listening to us. Hopefully you had some fun. If you liked it, please tell other people about us. And tell them that they can go to www.jmtalk.net and subscribe to the podcast and listen to it right there and see some other things going on. They can join us on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Uh, that is about it for me. And thankfully so, because I'm almost out of voice for this one. And uh, we want to remind everybody to do us a favor, clean up after yourselves, be good to one another. It's important. And we'll catch you here next time on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye.